The second round is in full swing and the action increases from game to game. This is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. To give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free-to-play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes. That's up to $10,000 in total prizes up for grabs each day. The best part? It's free-to-play. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings pool page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. everyone, welcome to the Bolts broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson, Chase Croshaw with me today. And Chase, we're back from our bachelor parties over the weekend. A, a nice long weekend in the hot weather, but back in Michigan, how you feeling? Definitely way better than I was feeling in Vegas. I mean, it was hot as hell down there. Still pretty hot here, but it, you know, it, it's definitely feeling a little bit better. Uh, so I'm just kind of chilling. How are you? I am doing really well, and uh, it is really hot today, really humid. Uh, that is, this is around the level of what Texas was for me all weekend. So it's not a big difference for me, but it's nice and cool for you, uh, considering Vegas was, what, like in the 100s, 107 or whatever you were saying. Um, but I do want to know a little bit about your experience. It's a bachelor party. I'm sure there's a lot of drinks down in Vegas. There was some gambling happening. So how was the overall experience for you down in Vegas? Did you win some money? Did you lose? some money and uh, you also had a fun little experience down there when it comes to hockey yeah um you know I, I lost a pretty good amount of money to be honest but it's okay kind of went there expecting that you know you can't go to vegas being frugal it's just expecting to win money and save money especially after stuff's been shut down for so long like they, they rig those things to make sure that they don't win money but uh, i had a good time uh you know had, had some adult beverages uh once we vegas golden knights game it was awesome just an incredible experience the atmosphere was uh, just amazing. I mean, I did not expect those fans to be as passionate as they are down there. Like you can tell that they're passionate. You can see on social media and stuff, but like witnessing it in person, it really was different. Uh, it was a very cool place to watch a game. You know, I was obviously in one area, but it really didn't look like, look like there was a bad seat in the rink at all. It, it was really something special. I definitely want to go back down there again. That's really cool. And you have gone to a Tampa game and you mentioned that the concourse in Tampa is nicer than the arena over there in Vegas, which is really cool. That's a one up for our Tampa Bay Lightning. But uh, I do want to kind of get into a little bit of the drama that you told me about down in Vegas. And you, you never really followed up with me on what was happening. But basically, you guys, your family rented out a uh, cabana or some type of bed down there over by the pool. 
and it was quite expensive, but you had to wait to get into it. You had like an hour, an hour and a half wait. What was that all about? Can you tell me some more details about that? So I don't know what the dealio was because last time we went down there, uh, there was no wait, no issues. We got cabanas uh, both times, same same spot last time. Um, so you know it, it was it cost some money, but it wasn't anything like horrible, horrible, especially split between all the guys. Um, and you just walked right in, no issue. Whereas this time around, uh, you know, the first day there was like that, no issue. We got a cabana in the same spot, but the second time we paid a lot more money for this expensive cabana in this party area. Uh, it was kind of lofted up poolside. There was a DJ. I can't, I don't remember the guy's name, but it's like a world renowned DJ. He's one of the top DJs in the world who was playing there. Um, so like it, it was, so it was a lot more money and, you know, a little more of an immersive experience, but for whatever reason, there was just a, uh, hour for me when I started getting waiting in line, it was an hour wait to get in, regardless if you had a cabana there or not. Uh, they're like, yeah, everyone waits in the same line. Doesn't matter. My cousin, he waited in a two hour line. I started waiting for five minutes. I'm like, no, th- th- this shit's too hot. I'm just going back inside and gambling. So I didn't even get to make it out there. Some people waiting in that line for two or three hours. Uh, it just that was not for me. That's just ridiculous. So what happened? Were you guys ever able to use that cabana or did you get your money back or what was the whole case with that? No, I, it, it was the, it was this like way for everybody. Nobody got money back. You don't get money back in Vegas. They, they don't do that. Um, so you, you just you had to if you wanted to go in there, you had to wait. Uh, it didn't matter if you paid, you know, fifteen thousand dollars for the freaking cabana like our group did. It, it that, that sucks. Tough titty. You, you can wait in line like everybody else. So stupid. I will never be doing that again. Yeah, that is. Uh, wow. That is the biggest waste of a mon- waste of money because it, it literally is. You couldn't use what you bought. So, um, yep. That's super tough, but for me, down in Austin, Texas, uh, it was a really nice area. Um, I had a really bad first night, and we had a lot of drinks, but the thing that got me is I smoked a celebratory cigar for the first time ever. Um, I'm one of those guys who uh, not really into cigarettes or cigars or whatever, so that was my first time ever smoking a cigar, and it was only for celebratory reasons, and Oh, it fucked me up. That's for sure. The next, uh, or pretty much all night. And then the next morning I was in the bathroom getting sick and I ended up popping blood vessels in my face. So I had like bruises all over my face and it was just bad. But after that, it got really good. We had some awesome barbecue, Terry Black's, um, had some Mexican food, went to a steakhouse, uh, a lot of awesome food, but also so much drinking. Like it was 12, 15 beers a day. Um, and Chase, you and I are both trying to be a little bit healthier, lose some weight. So that did me no favors whatsoever. Um, but I think overall the weekend was pretty good. Uh, my favorite time of the bachelor party is, I think it was Saturday. Uh, we went on a, like a river rafting, lazy river type of thing. We just got in tubes, drank beers all day. It was like a three, four hour lazy river. It was awesome. It really was. Yeah, I've always wanted to do something like that. It, it, they always sound and look so cool. Um, you know, but I, I, was, I really can't right now because I, I got to be careful uh, getting wet with my health issues and stuff. But like, it, it always just seems so cool. So that's awesome that you enjoyed it. And I have to say, I was very um, surprised by the current because there were at some points where it was nice and slow, like a lazy river inside of like an amusement park or whatever. But 
there were times where the river literally picked up to, I, I don't know, 10, 15 miles per hour. Like we were flying at one point and it was a shallow river where I could stand up at all times. I think the deepest it ever was on me was um, just just below my chest. So uh, it wasn't like I was going to get go under and not be able to get back up or anything. But I have to say, I fell off the tube a couple of times and as I tried to get back up, I just couldn't stand because the river was flying so quickly and uh, my, my legs and feet and stuff got dragged a couple of times against rocks and it, it was an experience, that's for sure. But having beers floating in the river can't get better than that. Yeah, it d- definitely doesn't sound like it can. All right, Chase. Well, let's move on to hockey talk now because that's what uh, we are here to do the show about. We're not here to just talk about our fun experiences down in the South uh, with bachelor parties and everything, but hockey. So our Tampa Bay Lightning, they did pretty well for themselves, that's for sure. Uh, they took the series over the Carolina Hurricanes in five games. Last night was the fifth game, and it's a great series win. It's bringing us back to the conference championships the last time we were there. Oh, yeah, last year because we did win the Stanley Cup last year. So very excited. It was a good series, a dominant series by us. And I love the Carolina Hurricanes social media people because they came out and said something along the lines with, we can't stand Andre Vasilevsky, obviously, because Vasilevsky had quite the series against these Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, I mean, it, it was fantastic. I mean, there's really only one game where you let in, you know, a, a lot of goals, and that's the game that everybody scored goals. That game on Saturday, holy hell, was that exciting. You know, I honestly don't know if you got to tune into it at all. Um, I I ended up just, like, I was like, I saw there's a Chick-fil-A around. I'm like, you know what, Chick-fil-A sounds so good. So I got some Chick-fil-A, sat in my room, and watched uh, that game. And it, it the way it unfolded, dude, it, that was an entertaining hockey game. It, it was just eight goals in the second period there, all coming at the end, just goal after goal after goal after goal after goal. It was exciting. It was a really good series between Tampa and Carolina. You know, like Vassio played great, of course. Uh, Carolina, there was, they, they were just missing something this series, I feel like. You know, they they, they needed something to, to get into that next stop in order to really have a chance of competing and winning this, and they just didn't have it. You know, good for good for our Tampa Lightning. It's tough for Carolina. They'll learn and move on in the future. But, yeah, it's, it's looking good for us going forward. For sure, and I feel bad for Carolina because it seems like over the past two years – They've had the opportunity. They've looked like a very good team coming into the playoffs, but they just always match up against the top dogs in the league. And obviously, if you want to go on that Stanley Cup run, you're going to have to beat those top dogs. So it's unfortunate for them, but it's also kind of sad because they can't catch any breaks. I mean, we're going to talk about um, Vegas and Colorado and how they might be catching a break with who one of them will match up with in the third round. But uh, Carolina, they haven't been able to catch those breaks. And I did want to mention, Chase, um, I didn't I wasn't able to see the full game. I only caught the last little bits of it because we were coming back from the lazy river. But uh, on the last episode, I think it was last Thursday, I think I said that either game three or game four, there's going to be goals galore. And so when I saw that game four, everyone was lighting the lamp. I was so proud of myself, and uh, I know you're proud of me too. So I'm, I'm so proud of you. you. You've come such a long way. You know, I've watched you grow up my whole life. I, what the hell is this? <laughs> God. I just want you to praise yeah, that- me. Come on, Chase. Do it. I don't get it enough. I, I, you, you, no, you you got you already got enough. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, really good series win out of the boys. Andre Vasilevsky looked great. Braden Point has looked phenomenal. I think it was uh, the game five where he just had a filthy game winning goal, the first goal of the game, and the uh, the game winning goal. Ross Colton capitalized with a second one, but Carolina not able to score on Andre Vasilevsky. But Braden Point. Really looking good, and I saw a tweet saying he is the second best player out of that 2014 NHL draft right now and could easily become the first with some time. So very excited to see him continue to grow with our Tampa Bay Lightning. But Chase, now that we are on to the third round, we got to look forward to who who we will be facing. Now, we don't know this yet, but the Islanders are currently beating the Bruins 3-2. Yeah, it's... It's, it's interesting. I mean, if we get a, a repeat of last year, that'd be cool. Um, you know, like just because I think it's a series that Tampa could easily win against the Isles. Um, but at the same time, like I also just I want to watch some entertaining hockey and the lightning against the Isles. It was, it's just not entertaining hockey. So um, I, I think, you know, Boston's they, they, they still got a chance to win the series. You know, Isles obviously have a real chance too. Um, if I had to lean one way at this point, I think that, that the Isles are going to come out with this. Um, but I, I really don't know. I really don't know in terms of like Tampa moving on. If I think Boston or New York would be the better opponent, uh, just because they're kind of different play styles and different levels of excitement. But either way, I think Tampa should be able to hold their own. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing I I'll say is tonight is the game that will decide the series. If Boston is able to go into New York and tie the series up three to three. They're going back to Boston with a win under their belt, with the momentum. I think that's a wipe. Whereas the Islanders, of course, if they do win tonight, then they win the series. So tonight is the biggest game of the series, in my opinion. So we will really find out, um, at least in my mind, I'll find out who I think the Tampa Bay Lightning will be playing uh, tonight. I am hoping for Boston, like you. I think it's going to be a more entertaining series. However, if it's the Islanders, that's fine with me because I just don't think the Islanders have the scoring power to be able to go up against the Tampa Bay Lightning, to go up against Andre Vasilevsky, who has looked so great, especially in this last series. Yeah, in terms of the scoring power, they definitely don't. I mean, there's not very many teams that do. Uh, the only other team that does, does might be on the other side of the playoffs. But uh, obviously, we'll, we'll wait and see. I think Tampa should be good regardless of who they play. Um, I, I just want to see a good series at the end of the day. For sure. I think the Islanders, if it comes down to an Islanders-Tampa series, it could be like a a one nothing, 2 one game every single night. And uh, not really interested in that because obviously Islanders, very defensive-heavy game, play the trap game. So Tampa, although they have the skill, they won't be as flashy as they were in this Carolina Hurricanes series. And then the Islanders, I don't think, will be able to score on Vasilevsky. Whereas Boston, I think... Tampa could score a little bit more on them than they could the Islanders and Boston will be able to score a little bit more on Tampa than the Islanders could on us. So either way, I think it's going to be a decent series that Tampa should be able to take and Tampa should find their way back into the Stanley Cup finals. Sure hope so. Sure hope so. All right, Chase. Well, we're going to talk more about the other side of the brackets after these after this quick commercial break, as well as some draft lottery results. 
Hey, hockey fans, I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. We host the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. We're lifelong hockey fans who talk about the game and the lifestyle. Our guests include professional hockey players. My rookie party had to wear Speedo, and then we had a checklist of stuff we had to do. Here we go, Gaber. What do you got to say? And it's kind of like, <laughs> you know better than that now, boys. I got dressed for the Bruins. You get a phone call. He's like, dude, we need you over here by the elevator. You got to get downstairs. You got to get dressed right now. Started playing the legs. And I turned it around and it had the Olympic rings and said, we did it. NHL team hockey reporters. I actually took the Stanley Cup to this ice bar where they've got now girls around them and I've got a fur coat on. I wonder who who he should have checked over here. And then (laughs) I looked down at my feet. Hockey fans. The entire bar was lined with guys in Kings jerseys. We quickly realized, oh my gosh, this is the dad's trip. And we bring unique hockey stories to light. Coming back to England, 24 rings in the entire country. That's where the problem starts with the sport of ice hockey here. Canadian Blind Hockey Association, those few kids we interviewed, their whole week is built around Sunday at the rink. They're just hockey players. We don't agree on everything. Pineapple goes on pizza. (gasps) No, it does not. I think it does. But we do agree that there are many people and places that build the House of Hockey. New episodes every Tuesday. Come on in to the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. All right, and we are back, Chase. Let's continue some playoff talk before we hop into the draft lottery results. Other side of the bracket, we get the North Division and the West Division. Let's hop in the North Division first as... This wasn't expected. I I will surely say that. Montreal, they sweep the Winnipeg Jets, and they're currently on a seven-game win streak. You know, I stand corrected in what I said uh, earlier in the about the series. I said there's no way Carey Price is going to be able to keep it going, uh, but he, he played well. Montreal did everything they needed to do as a team. Cole Caulfield's obviously a magician. He's just fantastic on the ice. And, I mean, they 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 proved me wrong. They, they really did. Uh, sucks for Winnipeg. You know, we're, we were obviously rooting for them with a lot of ties to the team. But it is what it is. I still think this Canadian division is not going to be able to match up against the other teams. I, I just I really don't. Um, but good for Montreal. Good for uh, Canadian hockey fans. You know, they, they get to see their, uh, you know, one of their teams get to this level, even though it was a guarantee, no matter who moved on. They still get to see a team out here and they get to watch them get Molly Wapped in the third round. And I think it is worth it to mention the Mark Shifley suspension. So he got a four-game suspension. He will have to serve one-game suspension at the start of next regular season. But the reason I want to mention it, and this isn't me making excuses. I'm not a Winnipeg Jets diehard or anything. I'm not going to say this is the reason they lost because, let's be honest, Montreal was just a better team. But Mark Shifley, one of the best, if not the best player on the Winnipeg Jets out for the final three games, I think it could have made a difference. Would it make Winnipeg the victor in the series? Probably not, but I definitely don't think it would be a sweep if they had Mark Shifley in all four games. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so either. Um, you know, like, it, it, they, they sh- like, how do I want to word this? The, Mark Shifley wouldn't be serving a one-game suspension if, if he was able to play the whole series. Like, he would, next year he'd be good to go because they, w- they would have held on for a little bit longer at least. That's just such a big player out of your lineup. 
Um, so it, regardless is what it is, you know, he should have let up on that play. I don't know why he decided to try to just literally murder Jake Evans there. And, you know, maybe they'd be a different boat. Maybe they'd pull off some miraculous comeback and win the series. Who the hell knows? But they'd probably still be playing or would have been playing hockey at least a little bit longer. Yeah, and uh, someone from TSN, they said, don't sleep on the Montreal Canadiens going all the way. Uh, I assume that would be them saying the Montreal Canadiens winning the cup. Because going all the way would imply that, I would think. If you just go to the Stanley Cup Finals and lose, that's not going all the way, right? Yeah, I would agree. So someone from TSN, I think it was uh, Poolin. I don't remember first name. Do you know Poolin? Dave Poolin, maybe? I don't know, honestly. Yeah, well, someone from TSN basically said, don't sleep on the Montreal Canadiens going all the way. Um, With Vegas or Colorado, going to be facing them in round three. And then Tampa and or, uh, not and or, sorry. Tampa or the Islanders or Boston in the Stanley Cup Finals. I, I do not see them going all the way whatsoever. I would bet a lot of money that Montreal will not win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I'm I'm going to have to be in the same boat as you there. I just I really don't see how they could be one of these at least few teams that are left. And Carey Price, although he's playing really well, there are a lot of other goalies who are also playing really well. Andre Vasilevsky, like you mentioned, Marc-Andre Fleury has been really good this season. So um, just a goaltender with some decent scoring from their younger guys. They do have that. Um, that's not going to push them over the hump of a Andre Vasilevsky, Victor Hedman, Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point, uh, and and so on. So um, I will not be betting on Montreal. If you want to, if you want to follow the advice of TSN, go ahead, go for it. Um, and then the Bolts broadcast will be here to lend you a shoulder when you're crying and you lose all that money. But Chase, moving on to the West Division, we've got the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights, a very entertaining series. Vegas up 3-2. to two. Yeah, it's been great so far. Colorado started up in the series 2-0. Vegas was playing hard, but it looked like they, they just didn't have any answers for Colorado at the end of the day. Uh, but sure enough, they went soul searching and they found those answers. They really turned it around. Uh, game five there, it actually went how the series went. Uh, started with a 2 0 lead with Colorado, then Vegas tied up 2 2, and then won the game 3 2. So, series, you know, 2 0, then 2 2, and 3 2. Kind of fancy if you think about it. But uh, Vegas, they, they looked really good when I saw them in person. Like the, the beginning of the game was a bit like slower and there wasn't really much action in terms of scoring. Uh, no team could really put anything behind, like, behind the goalies. Uh, but eventually they, they were able to find the back of the net. The third period was entertaining as hell. Then you saw from there, like, okay, this Vegas team is not going anywhere without a fight, that's for sure. And they've really turned it up another notch and have looked fantastic. It's it's going to be hard to beat either one of these two teams, whoever has to play them. And I feel like this is an obvious answer, but what would you be more afraid of? The Montreal Canadiens coming off a seven-game win streak or the Vegas Golden Knights coming off of a four-game win streak? The Vegas Golden Knights, easily. Yeah, you would think so for easily. sure. Now, now let's say that Tampa, they find their way into the Stanley Cup Finals, and no matter what happens in the uh, round three on the um, left side of the bracket, uh, it's going to be a sweep. So let's say Vegas comes in 4-0, and they're on an eight-game win streak coming into the Stanley Cup Finals, or Montreal coming in with an 11-game win streak coming into the Stanley Cup Finals, beating Vegas. What would be more scary at that point? Still Vegas? I mean, I would think so. Just like you you can't win 15 games in a row in the playoffs. You, you can't win 
15 of how many games would that be? 15 of 18 games in the playoffs. Either too. Like it just, it doesn't happen that way. It, it, I, I guess it can happen, but it really doesn't. You're bound to, to catch some bad luck eventually. And like, they, they just wouldn't be able to keep it up there. There's just no way. So like, I just still think the, the truly better team is Vegas. That'd be a lot more scary. Absolutely. Well, I think that no matter what Colorado or Vegas, and I will, I will put my foot down. I'll, I'll say it out there for the whole world to hear. Whichever team comes out of Colorado and Vegas, they're the team that's going to be in the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, you can you can bash me for Montreal, um, but I just really don't see it being possible. So I'll put my foot down right now and say Montreal or not Montreal, uh, Colorado or Vegas. We'll see you in the Stanley Cup Finals. I think I'm going to have to agree, honestly. All right, Chase. Well, let's move on. Let's go to the NHL draft lottery results. Obviously, the lottery was happening. Uh, I think it was last Wednesday, was it? Yep. So last Wednesday when we were recording, uh, obviously didn't talk about it yet because we had the two episodes released because, uh, you know, we were down at the bachelor parties. But we were hoping for a Columbus and Seattle victory, draft lottery victory. Uh, Seattle got a lottery victory. They moved up to two. Columbus, not the case. Buffalo picking one. Anaheim drops down to three. Everything else stays in order. Yeah, so definitely uneventful. Um, just that, that, you know, one, I guess technically two changes, whatever you want to call it. Um, so it, it is what it is. Um, good, you know, good for Seattle. I'd rather, I want them picking as high as possible so they can really control their own destiny. Um, so it's good that they got number two. You're going to have to assume that own power goes number one. I think Buffalo would be heavily chastised if they choose anybody else. So they're kind of going to be forced into uh, taking own power there, regardless of think he's best player or not. So that leaves a lot of questions for Seattle. Do you, you know, if, if you don't find a goalie you love in the expansion draft, do you, do you take one of those goalies? Uh, if you think you're good in that spot, then do you just draft the best center and who is probably made of yours? Do you go defense? Uh, there's so many ways you can go with, with this pick in this draft. So it, it's really going to be interesting to see, and I'm very excited for it. I am extremely excited because I think with the second overall pick, they can plan out their uh, expansion draft a little bit more. Whereas Vegas, they had the sixth pick, right? Fifth? No, fifth. Sixth. 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 So they weren't able to, you know, plan out in advance, I guess, because they had no idea who they were getting at six. Whereas Seattle, they got to assume they're either going to get a good center and like Matty Beaners or uh, get a good defenseman and Owen Power or... um, uh, Brant Clark or Simon Edvinson or, you know, anyone, um, they're going to have a good idea. So I feel like this is going to play into their hands and they're going to be able to do the expansion draft uh, how they want because they know who they're going to have here with that second overall pick. So I'm excited to see what the philosophy is with them and their ownership, their GM, uh, see what happens. But it, it's going to be exciting nonetheless. It, it would be wild. I have to say it would be wild. If they went a Jesper Walsh that second overall and plan to play him year one, I would love it though. It, it'd be such an awesome narrative. It'd be so cool. I it seems very 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 unlikely, but it, it would be so cool. It would. And think about if they had a Vegas type run in their very first year with Jesper Wallstat as goalie, huge. It, if he was the starting goalie, he'd be winning Rookie of the Year if that happens yeah. easily. Yeah, that, that'd huge. be awesome. I'm excited. Um, I have to do. I have to mention Buffalo real quick, though, Chase. With them getting the first overall pick, and most likely bringing in Owen Power, does this change Jack Eichel's thoughts whatsoever on wanting to get out of town? No. 
like I I feel bad for Buffalo, but at the same time, they they've screwed the pooch so many times uh, with Jack Eichel in the Jack Eichel era. So just bringing in another first overall pick and Owen Power, who could definitely help the team year one. Um, it's not enough. Sorry, you should have capitalized no, sooner. He's not, like he's a very very good hockey player. He's just not a franchise changing type of piece. So it, it's really not enough. If if this were next year and Shane Wright were coming in, uh, that that's a different story. If they were the following year, and especially Mishkov who's gonna be playing on the wing, if he was coming in, be a very very different story. But it's this season. Owen Power is probably the dude. Very good player, but not franchise changing. For sure. Well, that'll do it for the draft lottery coverage. Uh, one last thing here. Nazim Kadri, he appealed his, uh, what was it, an eight-game suspension, and uh, that was denied because Kadri, dirty player. Yep, so that was denied. So Colorado will be without him for however many more games is, I don't even know. Um, so it, it'll be gone for probably, I'm guessing, the rest of the series, I think, is what he's gone. Um, maybe. If they lose in the next game, maybe he's gone for a regular season game or two next year, too. But I don't remember the exact numbers when the suspension started. He deserves it, though. He's a dirty player. Uh, he always does this shit in the playoffs for every reason. So it, I got no problem with it. Absolutely. I feel like it was like game two or game three that it happened. So uh, and they swept. So he only served maybe two games uh, in the first series. So this one would have to go six for him to be out so I don't know what's happening but uh, nonetheless it should be interesting to see what happens with the Kadri suspension going into the regular season Uh, Chase we did want to mention quickly the Norris finalists have been announced and yours truly Victor Hedman a part of the three yes sir yeah we didn't want to forget to mention that Victor Hedman Tampa Lightning of course he is a Norris finalist along with uh, the two expected names I would say Adam Fox and Kale McCarr you know, we've talked about it before. We think Adam Fox is probably that guy this year, but Edmund will probably get the number two votes. Uh, Cam McCarr, fantastic defenseman. Saw him play live, obviously, the other day. Just ridiculous what he can do on the ice. Just uh, incredible talent. He's got such a bright future. I'm sure he'll get some first place votes or I, uh, I don't even know if the voting already had, but regardless, uh, he'll have first, first place votes when it gets announced. Um, but I really think it's just going to be Adam Fox's year. And I think it's really fun to look at the age of these kids. Adam Fox, only 23. Kale McCarr is, what, 21, 22 years old. Um, Victor Hedman being the oldest, and he's only, what, 29? Yeah. So it's really nice to see the future of the defenseman in the NHL is very bright with two of these three and Victor Hedman still plenty of years left to continue to build a dynasty here in the Tampa Bay area. But Chase, that's it for the show. Going to move on to hockey name of the day now. Um, All right. Is that Menno? I think it's Menno. Menno. Menno Bergmeister. Yes, sir. Easy enough, right? Yep. Mano Bergmeister. Bergmeister, excuse me. Wow, you can even get it. How about that? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, so Mano Bergmeister is an Italian goalie, actually. Uh, 19 years old, playing in the German three league uh, this upcoming season. He played a little bit in the U-20 league. You know, not, nothing too special of a goalie. He's fine. Uh, he, you know, he might make his way up the pro ranks, maybe playing like the Alps league or something, play for the, for an Italian team, maybe in the Austrian league, but he's not going to really be someone we see too much on our radars. Maybe he plays internationally one day for Italy. Uh, that's really about all our boy mental's got going. Sounds like an NHLer if I had to say so. Exactly. 
All right. Well, that's going to do it for the episode, Chase. Uh, if you could let everyone know how to stay up to date with us, that would be absolutely lovely. I guess I can. So as always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you'd like to check us out on Patreon, support us that way. We'd really appreciate it. Nothing required. Just another way to get content, not just from us, but from the other people in the network as well. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at Bolts Broadcast, that is at Bolts Broadcast. You can also follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter, at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. And then don't forget to follow WNP on Twitter, at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. That way you're going to get your hockey talk, your football talk, or you're going to get some exclusive content, you're going to get some original content. You, you got everything you need. There's nothing else that you, you need in life. Make sure to check out the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. Find all the podcasts in the network right there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, rate us five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns, and don't forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.